Hello and welcome to the weekly Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is Sam Kemp of CFC. I ended the last episode stating that on March 22nd, we would see how the Federal Reserve sees its priority. After the recent bank collapses, many people suggested that the Fed should pause its rate hikes to preserve financial stability. Recall that I also mentioned the Fed's dual mandate is in price stability and full employment. The role of the central bank is one that confuses many. While the Fed has a regulatory oversight role in the financial sector, its mandate is, and I repeat, price stability and full employment. The use of monetary policy is to achieve that mandate. Monetary policy is the manipulation of money supply primarily through changes in interest rates to stimulate or restrict demand. Simply put, monetary policy refers to changing interest rates. As recently as November last year, the New York Federal Reserve President commented that monetary policy is not the best tool for managing financial stability risk. That is, using interest rate is not the right approach to address financial stability risk, such as the recent events of bank collapses. This brings us to the Federal Reserve rate hike on March 22nd. The Federal Open Market Committee decided to raise its target rate by 25 basis points, bringing the target rate to 5%. The decision to move forward with another rate hike tells us two things. One, the Fed indeed prioritizes bringing back price stability, and that is fighting inflation. Two, the view that using interest rates is not the best way to address financial stability risk is upheld by this decision. However, remember that only days before the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, we were looking at a very high market-implied probability of a 50 basis point hike. So the decision to stick with a smaller hike also tells us that financial stability risk was also taken into consideration. If interest rates are not the best tool to address financial stability risk, then what is? Two words, regulations and supervision. Financial institutions, especially banks, are heavily regulated. We have financial regulatory laws in place to prevent threats to the financial system and supervision to monitor potential risk, which brings us to what I want to discuss next. Silicon Valley Bank and Failure of Supervision The New York Times recently reported that the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, which oversaw Silicon Valley Bank, was aware of the bank's trouble even back in 2021, when a Fed review of the bank found series of weaknesses in how it was handling key risk. The San Francisco Federal Reserve issued six warnings and put it under review. However, Silicon Valley Bank took no correction course, and the San Francisco Federal Reserve took no further action. It was clearly a failure of supervision. The first question is whether or not the supervisors had the tool to take further action and chose not to. And the second question is, why was the well-known issue not escalated to the U.S. Federal Reserve Board? An investigation is underway and results are expected to be released by May 1st. Stay tuned and I will report back to you. But before I let you go today, I'll leave you with a little fun fact. The CEO of Silicon Valley Bank sat on the board of the San Francisco Federal Reserve until days after his bank collapsed. Thank you for listening and be sure to download the Economic Market Watch dashboard. Talk to you soon.